Hey everyone, it's Joe. Uh, listen, I just wanted to give a little bit of introduction to this episode. So, what happened was Mike and I recorded an episode on Easter. And then I had to go to the Bay Area, like, the next day. And I thought, oh, I'll edit the episode then, and it'll be a thing, and it'll be good, and whatever. Then, I just did not have time the entire week. I was in the Bay Area, I was too busy, couldn't edit the episode. So then Mike and I were decided, you know what, why don't we just release it the following week, this week, and we'll be an episode ahead that gives us more time in editing. So we decided to do that, and then I just, you know what, having a boyfriend takes up so much time. So I've been so busy between work and the boyfriend and the this, that going on and that going on. And then not only that, I did start editing it earlier in the week. And then there's, and that's actually what this introduction is about. There are six minutes in this audio on my track from the 12 minute mark until the 18 minute mark. It's not going to be exact because I have to add the intro and I'm adding this intro. So it's probably going to be around the 15 minute mark, you're going to start hearing a clicking noise, almost as if I'm talking on like an old timey vinyl record. And it, it lasts for six minutes. Okay. So when you start hearing that clicking noise, it lasts for six minutes. I tried everything I could in audacity to get rid of it. But the problem is when I got rid of it, it, it made the audio really, really weird. So I'm just warning you, there's six minutes in this audio that sounds like I'm talking on an old timey record. If that's really annoying, you can just skip that story six minutes ahead. Okay? Uh, there you go. That's the introduction. And now Mike and I are now not one week ahead. So who cares? That's not your problem. It's our problem. And uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Boys and girls, let's start the show. Let's catch up with Mike and Joe. Mike's in Hello, Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over a decade, and each week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week. I, Joey, I fell asleep. We were supposed to record like an hour ago. Now you know how I feel during your stories. You, you were running late, and so yeah. when you uh, called me to tell me you were running late, you woke me up. So I don't. I don't have any notes. I don't have anything. That's fine. That's fine. But here's where I went wrong. Let me, let me ask you this now. Maybe it's too late to ask you. I was actually home by like four. I was like, oh, you know, he's out and about with yeah. Steve. Well, Steve and I did go to dinner, I would say, around that time. Oh, okay. So, And then I had to go to work. Yeah. So, um, so it didn't work out anyway. I'm all, we could have recorded oh, wow. earlier. Anyway. How are you? What's up? We are here, Mike Lawson. We are queer. Let's do Get this. Get over it. Yeah. yeah. So I I told him so I'm gonna be in the Bay Area this week, 
So Mike and I didn't know, know when we were going to record. Today we're recording on Easter. Today is Easter. We never record on Sundays. On Easter either. <laughs> yeah, but I, or on Easter. But I told Mike last night, I said, listen... I got some stories. They can't miss a week. We can't. We right. know. We we know. We never miss a week. So we that were. Would be weird, we were. But. I feel like we were kind of. If you didn't have these stories, we probably would have skipped this. Things just with schedule and stuff. It makes sense that we would skip this week. Yeah. No. You're right. There's one story in particular I'm going to tell that I knew couldn't wait a week. What's the you story? Know? Tell me. Well, I'll tell the story I'm telling first. I go in chronological S- order. Why don't you tell that one first? Because we, that's not in chronological order. It's the second story. So okay. the first story. I actually have three stories. Third one's kind of short. Anyway, so get this. So um, about a few months ago, I had a meeting with a, a guy at ABC. And it's just it's, it's a meeting that's called in the biz a general. Okay? And what a general is, it's just like a meeting. It's like a get-to-know-you meeting. You know, these yeah. people, they like to see who's out there. Writers, actors, directors. They just want to know who's out there. It's kind of like an afternoon Starbucks date if you're – Yes. On Tinder, right? Yes. Not yes. not high commitment, no specific plan, but it's afternoon, so it could go anywhere. Yeah. Right? And this guy's very busy, and, and this is not the story, but I will say he, he was like, you know, let's do this, let's do it at eleven thirty. I can do it at eleven thirty. Like I show up at eleven. I'm at like eleven twenty-five. I had to wait half an hour because he was on the phone call. Ew. He was super. He was super apologetic. Super apologetic. He's like, I I could not get off that call. It was a, it was a conference call. He's like, I didn't think it was going to go that long. Right. So, um, okay. So we have the meeting. The meeting goes great. Okay. Great meeting. And he says, listen, we do, and I think you'd be great for this. We do this, these diversity mixers three times a year, you know, it's writers, creative people. Um, but from the, it's, it's, we, we try and promote diversity here at ABC and, uh, and we want you I'm going to put you on the list. We're going to invite you. Okay. Uh, Everyone wants to go to this. You need to go. So I'm like, okay. And then sure enough, March rolls around. Well, I get the invite like in February. I say I'm going to go. Right. I'm like so excited. Diversity mixer. And he he had said, oh, this is, this is super popular. Like you have to reserve right away because it like not sells out, but like we have a, a limited number of people we can host. And once those invites are gone, that's good. Right. Yeah. It fills up. So as soon as I get that Evite, Mike, I respond like in a second. Okay. I'm like the desperate bridesmaid, you know? I reserve and I'm all... And at the time I was like, well, why was it really dating Cameron at the time? It was like early January. We weren't official. Mm-hmm. So I would have never thought of taking Cameron. But I was like, huh, I'll just go by myself, right? So last Wednesday is the actual diversity mixer, okay? So now I'm like, not nervous, but it's it's. I'm gonna be walking into a room of people I don't know anybody. Zero. Yeah. I'm gonna know zero people at this function. Okay. And this is, I think, my defense of like medical marijuana. <sighs> like, don't you think like one good joint before that would have made the whole day just smooth, or at least confusing? I forgot how awkward yeah. it is. <laughs> right? No, but like, I think it really does kind of just calm me down a little bit. Just kind of takes the edge off of that. Yeah. Yeah. So then I go, uh, I go to this thing. I was, well, first I go and again, I get a couple of drinks before, Sorry. right? Just to, just to kind of just take the edge off and I take a lift over to the event. Okay. I walk into this event and, and, and since we aren't talking about the actual lift ride, mm-hmm. chances are your driver was either not hot or it was a right? not hot female. I see. Mm-hmm. So then, um, he, she drops me off at the event. I walk in, Mike. Um, first of all, diversity mixer. 
Okay. okay. Uh, I think it was pre-mixed because everybody <laughs> already knew each other. Okay. okay. And it was one of these things where I was walking in and it wasn't even like, oh, we know each other. You know, there's that body language thing where people are like, if it's like awkward, there's kind of an opening. They like, you can tell that their body language, they're like, if anybody wants to step in here, you're welcome to. No, this was very like, you know, 150 people huddled in little, their own little conversation, super intense in their conversation, right? One. Yeah. Two, I'm like, um, it's all white men. And there's a few, like, there's like, it's like peppered with, with people of color, but it's basically all white guys, right? Well, could, were there a lot of homosexual men, would you gather? Maybe. I don't know. I, I couldn't talk to any yeah. of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I bought a drink and... They meant geographically diverse. They were all from different parts of the Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I go, I'm like, I'll get a drink, right? I get a drink. I'm trying... I'm, like, I'm looking around like, is there anybody like alone? Is there right. anybody alone? Nope. They're all tied up with people. And like just super having that comment, not even like, like I told you, there's none of that body language that said like, oh, I can they kind of step in here. Nope. They were all like, ah, it's been so long since I've seen you. So then, uh, did I get, you, did you have to pay to go to this? You, no, 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 no. Okay. No. Good. No. So I get two drinks and I go after the second drink, I'm just going to take off. In fact, I'm even texting with the um, Paul and John. They're like, oh, um, we're going to go to dinner. Why don't you meet up with us? I'm like, oh yeah, I'll be there in a little bit. As I'm putting the text away, I'm about to call the lift. This girl walks up to me, and she was like, oh, I noticed you're alone. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I talked to her for like 10 minutes. So that wasn't a total loss, right? Okay. Like, in, professionally, do you think it was a good connection? Well, for her. Okay. She's like, I'm really looking for an internship at a production company. I'm like, will we help her? So <laughs> I took her information. So, you know, but for karma reasons, that's good. Sure, okay? sure. So I'm going to help her. I've been in um, with diabetes stuff when I worked at my other uh, job. Uh, a lot of these conferences I would go to would have like weird mixers like this. And there was a girl who names her name's Kelly. And her and I would find ourselves. We're friends. And we mm -hmm. would always just find ourselves talking to one another at them. Like mm -hmm. we're there to meet people. But we're just sitting here catching up with each other, which was nice. Yeah. Um, and last summer we had, there were probably three or four of these events that we were at. And at the first one of the summer, we said to each other, you know what? Let's separate. Each of us are going to go talk to people. We're going to get one business card from someone and then we could come back and stare at each other. Okay. And so we started doing that as like kind of a, a challenge for each other. And I would say all of the connections I made weren't really great, but it did at least make me feel at the end of it, like, oh, well, this was useful because I got – I, like, talked to somebody or I told somebody about the reason I was here instead of just sitting and talking with my friends. You well, know, I, I was wish, one of those people in the cluster. I wish I could tell – I'm, like, I'm afraid not to get invited again, so I don't want to say anything to ABC. It's just next time I'll take Cameron or I'll take Richard, you know? Yeah. And um, I, even though I might not take Richard because I feel Richard would be good in one sense, but Richard would also be looking out for himself, you know, and they'd be like, ditch me because there's some cute guy and he's a writer. But there or is something really good. I mean, when you have somebody else, you might be more open to like yeah. squeezing your way into another group or inviting somebody to talk to you. But when you're exactly. all alone, you're so vulnerable. And yes, I, I yes, get that. yes. And so Cameron's going to go with me next time. I, basically, what I'm saying is Cameron's going to go next time, and I got to figure out a way to tell Richard that he's not going to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't tell him it's coming. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll tell him afterwards. I'm like, oh, did you want to go? You know, but I know. I know he desperately wanted to go. He was calling me leading up to it. And afterwards, he was super interested in it because he wants to get in. 
Anyway, so then I leave. I call the lift, right? And I go, lift, bring, immediately. A car's like, there's a car right there. And I'm like, what? Okay. Maybe he get, just dropped someone off. He, so he, I get in the car and go, wow, that was fast. He goes, oh, were you at this ABC thing? And I go, yeah. He goes, oh, I was just inside because um, I dropped a girl off, right? I had driven her there and um, she left her wallet in my car. And so I just oh. gave it to her. And I would go, oh, wow. He goes, oh, how was it? I go, well, it's supposed to be a diversity mixer. Everyone knew each other, and it was all white people. Yeah. Right? And he goes, oh, you know, it's so funny. When I was driving her, she said, oh, I'm going to this event. It's an ABC thing. And I'm meeting a bunch of friends there. I'm like, ugh. <sighs> one. Two, he said, and then he didn't point this out. I don't know why he brought this up, but I'm, I'm telling you, I noticed. He goes like, yeah, so I walked in. After when she called me that she left her wallet or purse in the car, I walked in and I didn't know her name, or I just knew her first name. So I go like, "Hey, um, I'm looking for an African American girl," and they pointed to her. <laughs> and I was like, "If you're in a diversity mixer and you say well, I'm looking for an African American girl, and you point right to her, that shows yeah. you how not diverse that mixer was." Yeah, probably. So that was round one of the ABC diversity mixer. I met uh, a girl from um, ba- no, not where was she from? Bangladesh or something like that, and that was the only person I met. Well, I went to dinner first, but who cares? It's boring dinner. So, um, do you have anything, Mike Lawson? Well, I did um, the other day. I want to say Thursday, maybe. Yeah, Thursday night. I Thursday during the day, my hair just wasn't doing what I wanted it to do, which I kind of mm-hmm. get in these ruts every once in a while, and it was just driving me crazy. So Thursday night, I just went nuts, and I I have hair clippers, and I shaved my head. So I'm bald right now. Like my Wait, head what? is. Wait, what? Yeah, I shaved my head. Okay, turn your camera on, please. So I don't have. Can... I gen. I genuinely don't have a camera on. I'm on my Mac Mini. Hmm. Send me a picture. Um, I've done this before. It's you just, have. Yeah, I just get sick of it, and so I just shave it all off. Okay, I don't ever do that. Let me tell you this. Okay, I don't do that. What I'll do is I'll crop my hair like super, super short, like almost like. I don't know. Buzz isn't the right word, but it's a it's like a long buzz, right? What yeah. I've learned though is that does not look good on me because one, it just shows me how big and fat my face is. Yeah, same with me. So I I stopped doing that. So I don't do that anymore. But I know what you mean. So okay, so I've got oh oh no, that doesn't look bad. It looks it's good. pretty awful. But you look sad in that picture though. I'm so sad. What's funny is last time I shaved my head, I told Steve, "Don't let me do it again." And then I did it again. I don't know. So I blame Steve. <laughs> Steve, what whatever you do, don't ever let me shave my head again. You, you gotta do that. Remember, I tell you, I tell you that with Richard. Meanwhile, yeah. you you never tell. I'm, I'm you're always letting me hang out with Richard. <laughs> so oh, I never I, told that story. Oh my god, I have so many stories. But my, I, I with, with my hair, with Richard, with my hair, Joey, you know it's a shitty haircut because like the next day at work. Everyone's like, Mike, you shaved your head. Like, nobody's saying, like, oh. it looks good. They're just like, that's a drastic yeah. haircut. Wow, you have a lot less hair now. Is it a lot cooler? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Here it is. And I feel like I looked like a 15-year-old when you see, like, I wore, the, it's hard to explain, but I wore my, like, Ray-Ban glasses the same, the next day, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like, not that, oh, my God, I look so young. I just feel like I look really immature. If that makes sense. Oh, I'm not trying to saying. say, like, I look like a... You just look... Mm-hmm. I look childish. 
is what it is. Mm. I look like an old man that looks like he's trying to look like a... Why, why are you... Um, uh, what other stories did you have? That's pretty much the only story I have to tell you. Is I That's fine. Head. That's fine. Because I have so many stories. I just remember this one. I remember, I remember how to, I went to... So I'm not even doing them in chronological order because uh, technically the first story was going to Manzanar with Richard. But I'll get to that. We'll do a cleanup, you know? Yeah. So get this. So here's here's the story I wanted to tell. Okay. So I'm going to the Bay Area uh, this week, as as we have as I mentioned before, and and we'll talk. And I'm going to see you. I think you know we're going to try and see each other. Yeah. So they are everybody else in that. I'm so I'm doing some consulting work. Believe it or not, I, despite what our theme song says, I actually do need to make money and do work. And uh, they're they're flying the rest of the team up to the Bay Area on Tuesday, but. I have a lot of friends who live, like, Adam Vaught lives, like, so close to where I'm going to be, okay? Right. You're there. I have other friends there. I, I want to see a bunch of people. So I say, listen, why don't you pay for my rental car, which I'm sure is cheaper than a last-minute flight, and I'll just drive up there. And they're like, great, we'll do it, okay? They agree to that. So I rent a car. They, they say, you know, get a receipt, we'll reimburse you. So I get a rental car, okay? And I just get, I always get, like, getting, like, the Toyota Corolla level, right? Yeah. Toyota Camry. I reserve that at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Okay? I should there. Like, be there at 1130, which I don't remember stories from the past when I know now. Show up early. Yeah. So I show up to the Enterprise Rent-A-Car at 1130, fill out the paperwork, and then the woman says to me, okay, everything's all good, and now you're going to drive with my two associates to Chino Hills. Chino Why? Hills, Mike. Because that's where the car is. What? Right. So now I have to get in the car with um, these two associates and drive to Chino Hills and talk to them. But I'm good at it now because of Lyft. Uh-huh. So I just treat it like a Lyft ride. It's a woman and a man. woman is named Danielle. I don't know what the guy's name is. But he's this hot African-American guy. Oh, oh then you're all about it. Oh, I was Chatty Joe. Right? Yeah. So chatty on the way to this uh, Enterprise rent-a-car. You know, just asking, and then Danielle would chime in, too. I'm like, Ugh, who's talking? Yeah, forgot you were here. Yeah, because I asked ask the general, like, oh, is it really hard working here, you know? And he even says at one point, he's all like, oh, well, you know, we're we're not so lucky. I go, oh, is it fun driving these people when you have to go to Chino Hills? He goes, like, well, not everyone's as easy going. This. Okay. Aw, oh, nice. so cute, right? So he goes, so they tell me, they go, listen, the Chino Hills Enterprise Rent-A-Car is very, very busy. It's a zoo. But don't worry. Danielle's going to grab a clipboard as soon as we get there and check you out, and you're done. And I'm like, okay. So they get there, right? And it, you know what? They're not wrong. It's a madhouse. It's a yeah. zoo. A literal just, zoo. Yeah, it's like it's like weird. It's crazy. People are just like pot, packed into this place. And Danielle walks in, grabs a clipboard, and she goes to get the key. And she goes, oh, where's the key? And the manager goes, you know what? You can't do that right now. I need you to grab this clipboard and help this person. Nope. And then I was like, let's just see what happens right now. The manager's like one of those tools who has like a goatee and with like a black polo shirt tucked in. I think I didn't get all I have to describe. Okay. She goes and does her thing, takes her a few minutes, and I'm just standing in the corner, right? She comes back inside and then she, go, she keeps trying to help me. He's like, Danielle, uh, grab this clipboard now, help this person. This happens like three or four times. Right? I look at my clock. I've now been there. It's now like 1245. That means it's been a total of hour and 15 minutes of my life. Yeah. I've had to deal with it. So after the fourth or fifth time, I say, I walk up to them. Danielle's standing right next to this guy. I can't remember his name. He's standing right next to him. He's at the counter. And I say, hey, listen, Danielle, do you have an update for me on what's going on? And she goes, I just have to help this person. I'm going to try and get to you next. I go, and they, they have one of those, like, those business card 
thing that holds all people's different business cards? Yeah. So I say, listen, Danielle, and I, Mike, I am one foot from this manager. I go, which one of these business cards is this guy's? <laughs> and she goes, oh, that one right there. And I point, I go, I grab the card, I go, thanks. And then I walk back to the corner, right? Yeah. Maybe like a minute or two. And the manager grabs a clipboard and he goes, sir, I am so sorry we made you wait. I'm going to tell you what, we're going to take care of you right now and I'm going to give you a free upgrade. He's like, uh, Steve, do me a favor. Can you grab the blankety blank car? And everybody in the office, their eyes go really huge. <laughs> and then Steve, who's this Asian guy, coincidentally, he goes, oh, okay, sir, come with me and I'll lead you out the back to your car. So we lead him out the back and he goes, We've not, I've never seen that before. He upgraded you four levels. Whoa. I, I have this like fierce SUV I'm driving now. Okay. Right? I go, whoa, you'll see it when, we, when I see you. Right? Oh, yeah. So, so then Steve he, goes, I love me. how like of all the people to do that for though, like you don't even know what kind of car it is and you drove it already. <laughs> what do you mean? Like other people, they'd be like, oh, I got that car. But meanwhile, you're like, you don't even know the name of the car. No. You don't even know what kind of car no, it is. No, I don't. I still don't know what it is. I know it's a Hyundai. It's uh-huh. like a Hyundai SUV or something, right? Okay. So now Steve's showing me the car, and I go, making sure there's no, he like, make sure there's no damage or anything like that. And he gets in the car to show me how to turn on a car or something, right? As he's doing that, he goes, so where are you going? And I go, oh, I got to go to Palm Springs this weekend, and then I'm going to the Bay Area. And he goes, thanks for the invite. And I go, what? well. That's uh, weird. I, I I did invite you as a surprise, and so now you ruined it. He goes, oh, um, well, where are you, you going to take me next then? <gasps> And I go, where do you want to go? He goes, anywhere you're going to be. <gasps> what? Yeah. And then I go, huh. And he goes, um, yeah, I'm single right now. I'm ready to mingle. And I go, whoa. Yes. Mike, by the way, I look like, I'm like. He's like going all out for it. Though. He's going all out for it. Not all even out. like dropping hints. Like he no, asked, he no. just asked you. No, he straight up was like, yeah, so I'm being serious. When are you taking me out? Oh, and my I God. go. And he gets out of the car at this point. I go, he goes, are you single? And I go, no, I have a boyfriend, but uh, we're open. <gasps> and he, uh-huh. and he goes, well, I don't do threesomes. And I go, well, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> yeah. This threesome, this open relationship, he goes and fucks girls. Yeah. Right? And he goes, oh. And he goes, oh, okay. So, th-, and then he's just like, we're talking. And we're just like, it's getting like super sexual. Mike, here's the deal. I wasn't even super attracted to him. Right? But okay. I have the biggest fucking boner. Like, I think I would have let him suck my dick. I'm okay. not even lying. Like, I think I would have totally let him suck my dick. Did you, like, get a number or something? Oh, yeah. He wrote it on the thing. He goes, here's my number. My name's Steve. And anytime you want a free upgrade, give me a call. And I'll <gasps> was he you good up. looking? You said he wasn't your type, but, like, was he hot? He wasn't ugly. Okay. So, um, I was like, huh. So, what's funny is I was like, immediately I call my cousin Richard. Right, I, I would have called you, but I, I wanted to save it for the show. Okay. So I call Richard. Richard had because I was like, "How did he know I was gay?" Not that I'm like super straight, Mike. For the most part, I didn't really talk, right? And Richard was like, "Oh, girl, because what you did, the way you threw shade at that manager, is the <laughs> only a gay guy would go. Which one of this is the manager's? Thanks, right? Yeah. And then my boyfriend, not my boyfriend, he gross. My brother." Uh-huh. My br- my brother pointed out today when I was telling him the story, I told the guy I was going to the Bay Area and Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And then I'm going to have brunch on Sunday. Yeah, I'm having brunch in Palm Springs on Sunday, and I'm going to the <laughs> Bay Area. And then I'm going to go hang out with my friend who's in the Disney parade. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's a good Steve. Point. At I like how your brother figured that out, and I, di- I didn't even. I didn't see it either. Cameron and I do a joke of the week. Uh, where we have to nominate either one of well, we can't name one, nominate our own jokes, but uh, you can I used nominate to do the other person. A- <laughs> well, so like for instance, last week he won joke of the week because I was talking about a fireman. Something happened to a fireman. He went, "That's fironic, right?" Okay. That one joke yeah. of the week. This week, um, because c- Cameron was going to go up to the Bay Area, he has to work on Monday night, so he can't come with me on Monday. Uh-huh. But he was going to possibly fly. And drive back down mm-hmm. with me, but the tickets at this point were just crazy expensive. Yeah. yeah, so he's not going to come. But he goes, "Oh, he's all babe. Like, too bad I can't go to the Bay Area with you." And I go, "Anywhere, anytime we're together, it's the Bay Area." Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he nominated that for joke of the week. Uh, today, Steve and I were watching um, American Idol. Are you watching by this season? By no. Well, there's a girl in there who's clear front runner, and her name is La Portia. And okay. uh, r- right before the commercial break, she was like missing from the group shot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I wonder where the Porsche is. And Steve's like, maybe she went to go take a poop. And then he's like, La Poosha. I don't know. It was funnier <laughs> when he said it. <laughs> For some reason, like the really dumb puns are yeah. funny when you really just yeah. commit to it. Um, what else why... is going on with you? I got, I do want to, do you use go Evernote ahead. by any chance? I have it. It's one of these things I keep trying to get into, and I yeah. can't. Here's, here's, can I, anybody listening, because that's a very common uh, sentiment. Like, I like it, but I just can't get into it. I've tried. I start and I stop. I start and stop, right? Here's mm-hmm. my suggestion to anybody who's thinking that their life would be easier if they use Evernote. Put 100% of your eggs in an Evernote basket and just go for it. I've scanned, like, all my important documents. I have a system now for, like, to keep receipts. All my notes for everything, like personal and professional, everything's in it. And so far, it's been pretty great. They even have like a scan, a scan sort of app that allows oh, really? you to scan things and tag it really quickly, and it goes directly into Evernote, huh. which oh, is great. really good, especially if you're a person who has to keep track of stuff like finance or taxes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you have yeah. a job where you have to like file receipts, so. Uh, I'm on Evernote. I'm also using this app that my friend Ezra Klein told me about. That oh wow, look at you! Is um, it's a uh, like a journaling sort of, where like you pick positive habits, and then mm-hmm. each day at the end of the day, you just say, "Did I do those habits or not?" Oh, so and all it is is it shows like a streak. It's called Way of Life. The app is Way of mm-hmm. Life, spelled normally. So my three ways that I'm keeping track of are reading ten pages a day writing in my actual journal and uh, not drinking alcohol. So every day you do it, you just mark green or red if you don't do it. Green mm-hmm. if you do it, red if you do it. Mm-hmm. So I have a chain of 34 days of no alcohol. Oh, I'm going to uh, try. You mentioned this kind of the other day. Now I'm going to try, yeah. try and do it. And then writing in a journal, I have only done a chain of two days. And then reading 10 pages, I started yesterday. So I'm not doing great on the other ones, but there's something just s- – in your it's psychological about like I really want to mark green at the end of the day. Yeah. So if I get gonna, towards the end of the day and I haven't read those ten pages, I'll just read them real quick and 
Hopefully, it's way of. What else? Any other stories that you have? I think we're going to skip news stories this week. Yeah, I know no that's going to disappoint so many yeah, people. Yeah, some people are so looking forward to our news stories, and they're like, so, "I don't get any news unless I listen to Mike yeah. and Joe on Catching Up." They, they, yeah, how are they going to hear about a clown sexually assaulting two young girls? Right. right. Um, so this is a really quick story. Um, I wouldn't say it was a fight. I was just really okay. Cameron and I went to lunch on Friday. Right, we spent the, like the afternoon together. He had to work, and then I had to go meet the Johns at WonderCon. After that, you know what WonderCon is? Yeah, I saw photos of it from Nico Martinez. Oh yeah, Nico. Okay, well Nico Martinez met up with us. So yeah, Nico. So WonderCon is like baby a baby Comic Con. Okay. Yeah. And so I was gonna meet the Johns there. So, but like literally, have you ever had this happen with Steve? As we part ways, it wasn't necessarily a a fight or a big disagreement. It's just like something we really needed to discuss. You know. And it was like literally as he dropped me off at my car, it came up. And then he had to go to work. I mean, he was like, literally, I have to go to work right now. Yeah. And so I was just like so upset about it, right? Just more because it was unfinished business. So I go, of course, and I'm such a girl in this part of the relationship, right? Where I just want to talk everything out. Mm -hmm. So the whole time at WonderCon, I'm bugging Nico Martinez, who's married and is like in a 25-year relationship, and the Johns who are in a 17-year relationship. And I'm just like, and then he was like, bah, and, you're my number now. and they were like, this is such not, this is you being, su- su- you're, this is such a tiny issue in the large scheme of things. I don't even know why you're obsessing on it. They both like just read me to filth, right? Yeah. And so that made me feel a little bit better, but I still wanted to talk to him, right? Yeah. So he said, I'll call you after work. So sure enough, I'm driving home. He calls me after work and I go, Hey, listen, I want to talk about what happened earlier. And he was like, oh, yeah. He goes, oh, babe. Oh, my God. My stomach hurts so bad. My God. And I go, oh, my God. What's wrong? He goes, I don't know. I think I don't know. I think it's something I ate today. I just have like really bad heartburn right now. But he's like, well, what did you want to talk about? And I'm like, well, I just sort of feel like earlier today you said this. Thing. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. This hurts so bad. And I go, are you okay? No, no, I'm good. Keep going, keep going. And then I was like, uh, okay. Well, anyway, I just, I just kind of wanted to have a conversation about, just you know, I was just sort of, feeling, oh, oh, I just, I need something. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, do you have any kind of like alka seltzer in the house? I don't know. I don't know. Keep going. And I was like, twenty year olds don't have alka seltzer, by the way. Well, he lives with his parents, oh. so I was like. Okay, well, I just sort of, uh, uh, I go, okay, you know what? Why don't we do this? You figure out, do you have Alka-Seltzer? And he goes, no, I don't think we have it, but I'm, I'm okay. And then I go, well, you know what? Why don't we do this? We're seeing each other tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow in person. Why don't we just have a pleasant conversation now? And he's like, okay. Mike, <laughs> after that, was so not complaining about any kind of stomach pain. He did burp. He was like, oh, I just had some uh, mineral water, right? Did not complain at all. Was totally funny telling as soon as I changed it from that, totally funny, totally like with it, paying attention, totally getting it. So I'm up to his tricks now. I made fun of him about it yesterday. He told me, he said, he said, you're exaggerating. He's like, you're so exaggerating this. And I go, and he said, I'm sure there's some sort of joke, but he's like, you're Joe exaggerating. Oh, people go exaggerating. And he goes, oh, I like that. I'm going to use that. So that's that story. What else is going on with you, Mike Lawson? Nothing. Not a damn thing. I mean, nothing I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, really? Is there stuff I'm going to hear off the air? No, I mean, we've kind of talked about stuff. We talked on the phone yesterday. We Wasn't did? it yesterday? Friday? We talked on the phone this week. What were we talking about this week where you said, okay, that's it. It's official. You have Alzheimer's. I'm diagnosing it. Oh, because 
by the way, everybody listening, on the last episode, Joe made this statement. He was like, you know, he said something about Donald Trump, and then he was like, oh, people are going to email. And then there was a big thing about, like, everyone should email us because nobody listens. Yeah. And then when emails come in, he was like, what are these crazy people doing? What What are they it, talking about? When it was they one about person. Trump? It was one – I knew what the emails were about. It was when John Arts, which we predicted, it just said Joe was right again, and I just – texted mike i'm like what was i right about no you were like when did i talk about trump <laughs> and i was like joe the whole email us thing with donald trump, you and i when you said when did i talk about trump i said i think this is official you have all- i really do think you might you're gonna be in five years you're betty batan no mike i'm telling you i think i know what it is i've been thinking about this a lot lately and you know what let's talk about this right now on the air i think this is a good place to do it i think i'm coming down with diabetes and i'm not being funny I'm not what does funny. that have to do with memory? Does it? Does diabetes make you like foggy? Oh, <laughs> never mind then. Is that your only symptom? Well, no. You know what? Uh, I can't believe I'm going to talk about this. So I, I get my. I, I just got my blood checked recently. Like the what one? They go back like three months. Their hemoglobin A. And it was fine. Okay. Right. That was just like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago. I don't know when. Right. But fairly recently. So the night of um, the uh, mixer. The mixer. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to tell this part in the air. I'm gonna, I might take this part out. Um, I get home and I just feel really sick, really, really sick. I'm like, I just think I'm hungry. Maybe I'm drunk or I don't know what, and I'll go to bed, right? And then like two or three hours later, I just felt awful. I woke up feeling like awful, like really, really, really bad. So took my blood sugar two ten, and and that that was two or three hours later. Who knows what it was? Did like you 11. have like a lot of soda or some heavy? Sh- well. I had the two drinks I had first were not that sugary, but they have alcohol in them, right? They're Jack and Diet, whatever. That's like close to nothing. Yeah, actually. But then I had gimlets oh, at the bar, and uh-huh. then and then when I went to dinner with the Johns, um, uh, they only had. I will. They can have a Diet Coke. They're like, we don't have Diet Coke. All we have is sugary sodas. I should have just gotten water. Yeah, but I got a sugary soda, and then I also realized just by by weird accident the whole day. All I had was carbs because I had oatmeal for breakfast. Then for lunch, my mom's like, oh, let's go try this Chinese place. I just, all I had was fried rice there. Yeah. And then for dinner, um, I had a little bit of protein there, but it was mostly like rice and beans where we went and chips. I think like – I mean all of those are good reasons why your blood sugar w- would have spiked, but your bl- body should have taken care of But yeah. an A1C would say – would show if you're taking longer to bring your blood sugar down – Mm-hmm. Your, your A1C would show that. Yeah. So I don't know. I might, I, then I was, I was like not feeling good today, but not like that. But today I've been watching ever since then. I've been sort of like paranoid. You know, what would be a good test for you is ha- have you eaten anything? Are you going to eat anything before bed tonight? I might actually, cause I haven't eaten since, um, this morning. It might be, maybe tonight's a bad uh, one to do it, but it would be nice in the morning after fasting, like for a long period. Oh, test I did your that. Blood first thing in the morning. I did that a couple of days in a row. And what was it? Good? It was normal. It was in the 90s. So, but now I want to do like a random one. Yeah. Like just randomly in the day. <clears throat> so when you're drinking liquor and having sugar, your body can only deal with one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And for your body, it kind of sees uh, alcohol as poison. Mm-hmm. So it stops doing everything until it filters out the poison. Mm-hmm. So oh, I see some. Yeah, maybe. you know what? I think I think maybe I just can't process alcohol. Really, I'm being honest with you because sure. now I didn't. 
I don't mean I get red, but this, this didn't used to happen. Now when I drink wine, I get really, really, really hot. Like yeah. I have to have a fan on me kind of hot. Just yeah. from a glass of wine. So maybe that's what, maybe I just can't process alcohol anymore, which is fine. I can give or take alcohol. I can take or leave yeah. alcohol. Damn. So, and, um, really quickly, uh, the other, I, and I have a promise this last week is Richard and I, so Richard calls me, right? He goes, do you want to go to this ja- uh, a Japanese thing? And then I told you this, right? And it turns out it was three and a half hours away in this place called Manzanar. It's a, a old a Japanese internment camp from the forties, right? Yeah. Didn't you talk about it on the show? I just mentioned that it had happened that day. Oh, uh-huh. Here's the thing, though. Honestly, I'm being honest, Richard was actually completely fine, you know? Uh, the only weird Richard thing that happened from this trip to Manzanar was Richard borrowed his father's truck for, for us to go. Okay. And so we don't know how to work the truck or anything, you know? So we're driving up there, and he has a, the father has a radio, and I noticed it has Bluetooth. So, like, I'm not even joking, like... Half an hour after three <laughs> hours of driving, half an hour before we get to the um, the internment camp, um, I connect my phone to it and I start playing tunes on the radio, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just playing what, – what was I playing? Oh, just like, you know, like greatest hits of – no, it wasn't like my, my music. It was just like, uh, here's what's popular, you know, like greatest hits or on Spotify. Yeah. Top Spotify. 40, whatever. Top 40, whatever, you know. And we were liking it, right? So three and a half hour ride, about three hours in, half hour left. I play in like top forty. We get to Manzanar. We, you know, we're there for about two hours, right? We get back in the car. We're driving back now. He goes, "Well, since you got to play your music, why don't we play my music the rest of the way home?" Uh-huh. And it was three and a half hours of like boom, 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 boom. You know that like Mexican banda music. Uh huh. And I was like, ugh, it was so miserable on the way home. But so and miserable. you thought you were doing something for the community. You were like, I'm going to choose something kind of generics that we'll both enjoy oh yeah yeah and it tur- and, yeah and he was like well now it's my turn but how did like half an hour turn into now it's because i think in his it was like on the way over there you got it yeah i'm like ugh, so gross <laughs> that was the only gross thing that happened um it, what are you it, gonna listen to on your way uh up here oh you know it's so funny you, this is a great transition i think i'm gonna do an audiobook because i'm pretty much oh, all caught up on my podcast I started doing audiobooks on Wednesday. Oh, is that- I was thinking of doing – doing. is it Ready Player One? Is that the name of the book? Um, I've read it. It's good. Ready is that, a good, is that good. a good audiobook to do? I don't I don't know, but I can't say the audiobook is any good, but I can tell mm-hmm. you the book was phenomenal. Okay. Will Wheaton is uh, reading oh, the audiobook. Yeah. And, the audiobook and they're making a reviews. movie of it, right? Mm-hmm. Stevie Spielberg, he's mm-hmm. doing it. So uh, It was good. Th- uh, Steve actually told me to read it. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. I read the description. So a guy in the future has to, like, go th- solve puzzles about things that happened in the 80s or something? Yeah, you, you'll actually, I think, get as much out of it as I did. I feel like it has, like, a futuristic sort of feel to it, but it also is, like, a lot of, like, 80s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good. Was, is, there, is there any other audiobook you think I should listen to? Well, I just started. I'm going to – I think I'm going to try to get through, like, some classics that I never read. So I never read The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that right now just because I've never done it. You know, why not? Yeah. Um, and like you, I feel I've I've gotten – I've whittled my – the podcast I actually enjoy down to a very small number now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have – I feel like enough time to do that. Um, 
We'll see though, because some days at work I can have my headphones in all day for eight hours, and then yeah. other days I have to write or I have to interact with people, <laughs> and I can't. So I get no hours in. So we'll see. I'm also reading. Uh, oh, what are you reading? By Chad Colton. Do you know him? No. Yeah, he, he wrote. Um, he's very to me. He's very. He writes all contemporary fiction, but like, um. He wrote Men, Women, and Children. He wrote The Average American Male Novel. Um, he's good, but he's kind of like Chuck Palahniuk mm-hmm. kind of good. Like uh, sometimes you think it's like just like sex and violence because sex and violence is fun to read about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other times he connects it all and it's good. But uh, yeah, I'm also really enjoying this uh, The Real O'Neills. If you haven't checked it out yet, I just think everybody listening should, including you, Joey. It's cute. It's The story was bought by Dan Savage, but he, I don't think he writes it um, or has anything to do with it beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about this kid who comes out to his pretty Catholic family and what that. And he's in high school. And it's a cute little thing. And uh, Martha Plimpton is in it. Mm-hmm. And a couple other people, but she's pretty probably the biggest name. But it's good. Remember uh, th- that famous story? We just talked about it when we went to the burger place and the mentally challenged person uh, okay, offered to do you know, to perform oral sex on us in the yeah. parking lot? We see that we remember the story differently, but yeah. Well, how do you remember it? He offered you to do oral sex. You talked to him. He was like looking at – so he was, was eating both his of french us. fries. It was both weird. of us. It was both of us. Anyway, um, we were at WonderCon and there were these like – Look, here's the deal. You go to this WonderCon, the the, the autism scale is yeah is, is, is yeah. High, the spectrum is on the high end over there. Sure. So there was this guy the who scale was just, is tipped. Yeah, it's very tipped, right? And there was a guy who was you know in the greater autism column next to us in line. But I tell this Nico Martinez who I'm with, this is what the burger guy looked like. Okay. It looked just like the burger guy the way I remembered him, and uh, kind of acted like him too. And Nico goes, you know what? I would think about it. I go, I know. Yes. Kid with a mental capacity of a 12-year-old, you would think about it. Yeah, you put it a good way. Anyway, uh, I want to thank everyone who emailed us. There was a lot of you. Thank you so much for email. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me about the show that I do. Yeah. Because, like, there was one that was – a lot of them were like, maybe you can actually tell me because I didn't listen to this week's show. A lot of them mentioned ears for some reason. You're the worst, Joe. We said, like, you were like, uh, okay, if you disagree with me about Trump. And then I was like, nobody listens. How about if they disagree or if they agree about Trump? Mm-hmm. And then you were like, okay, if you have any feelings about Trump. And then I was like, you know what? Let's not even say Trump. If you have any feelings. And then you were like, yeah, if you have ears and you're listening or you can listen or something like that. Oh, I, well, I'm sure, I figured it must have been something that we said. By the way, uh, this Joe from Dallas put a challenge forth. I want to see if – I think I know what his answer is. Did you see this one? Yeah. Um, he said he's like one thing or the other. What was it? Well, he says – he Do goes, you have it in front of me? He goes, yeah, I have it in front of me. He says, Donald Trump has to be the world's best segment of punk ever. Okay. I'm pretty sure Mr. Mike Lawson has a disturbing dark side. I do. And you are a comic genius. Talking about me. I thought okay. he was talking about Okay. And he goes, one of these statements is a lie. I know this Joe from Dallas. I know exactly which one he thinks is the lie, that I'm a comic genius. Oh, see, I read it different because he says, next paragraph, right? Uh-huh. Oh, and one of these statements is a lie. Longtime listener, first time email. So I was thinking he's either not a longtime listener or he's not a first time email. Oh, that's not how I took it at all. 
I see what you're saying. You think he thinks I have a dark side or you're genius. Well, but remember, he and I got into it on this Facebook because I, he kept saying that you do not have a dark side, that you're wonderful and all puppies and roses and butterflies. And I was like, little does he know. P.S. Love the show. You have a wonderful chemistry and help make my drive to work more. In- yeah, that was very nice. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Dallas. Joe and Dallas. And thank you, everyone, for emailing. That really was. So I think I can't tell. So you guys will not hear this, but there have been many stops and starts to this oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> that, but we keep recording. So I, We're at me, like the two-hour mark. And- <laughs> I know. We're going to only put out an hour because clusterfuck after clusterfuck. I think what I'm going to do is Mike and I recorded an extra story. Why did I record that extra story a couple of weeks ago? Uh, no idea. I recorded an extra story a couple of weeks ago. If if it's appropriate, I'm going to tack it onto this episode. Okay. All right. Great, Joey. Well, I will see you soon. And it was nice All catching right. up. Go to hell, Mike. Bye. So, um... I, uh, Cam and I bought tickets for this uh, foodie event called Cochon Cinco Cinco Cinco. I think I don't know. I don't know if it's really called Cinco Cinco Cinco. That's what Cam called it. But it's five five five, right? And it's like it, it, it's going to be in San Francisco on May for. Oh, you don't eat meat. Mm-mm. Oh well. And I'm I'm not normally impressed by like foodie events. Like, give me an In and Out burger, and I'm just as happy. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. need. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So it's five. It's all right. It's five chefs, very great chefs in the area, and they compete, and the winner goes on to the big grand finale, which is in Aspirin in June. All right. So um, Cameron and I bought tickets weeks ago. They were very expensive. Okay. And Chris and Mercedes decided to go. Okay. And they, they bought their own tickets. So there was a VIP option, which was like, I don't want to say how, well, I don't want to say much they were because they were very expensive, but the VIP ones were very expensive, and the regular hoi polloi ones were very expensive. Okay, right. The VIP, the only real advantage of the VIP, you got to go in an hour early. Okay, okay. hour early. Does so event- you pay a lot more just to get in an hour early, or there's a I little, a few other perks. I don't. Maybe I don't know because I didn't buy the VIP. I should look at what the other perks are, right? Yeah. I think. Okay. Does anything happen during that extra hour? Like, do they get extra something during that? Supposedly, hours? but uh, so so then we show up and so we didn't. We weren't doing VIP, right? Right. So we were doing just the regular one, and we showed up at in that one. You got in at five. The VIP was at four. Okay. So we showed up around four thirty ish, four forty, right? And they have like a little like ballroom that has a ton of stuff by the way for people who were waiting it has an oyster bar and had like so it was very expensive but all food was included obviously but also all booze was included okay so it's sort of you you could drink your money away too you know all the booze was included sure so uh cam and i are you know that's all the they have like uh these these spiked punch bowls you could try they had like a meat and cheese plates a a burrata bar oyster bar i mean that was just for just waiting right Mm -hmm. so cam and i are taking advantage of hanging out and then mercedes had gone to go look around and she goes oh the guy wouldn't let me we checked in the guy wouldn't let me in because he said you need to be vip until five so we have to wait 20 minutes she goes, you need one of those gold bracelets. And Cam and I look, and they must have accidentally given us the VIP. Oh. So we had VIP bracelets. We were like, so long, sluts. And mm-hmm. we we said, we'll see you inside. And we left, right? Mm-hmm. And Cam and I go in there, and with the last 20 minutes, we just start, start stuffing our faces. 
right? Because it wasn't super crowded. You could just go up and get grab food, you know? Okay. But they, but for the VIP, you just got two dishes. Not, not a, like every chef was only offering two dishes. It was supposed to be like four or five. They were going to release the other ones when the other people came in. Okay, FYI. Mm-hmm. So we're going around stuffing our faces, and then the announcer goes, five more minutes before uh, the, we open the doors to the other ticket yeah. buyers or something like that, right? And we're like, you know what? The peasants. The peasants. The hoi polloi. He goes, I go, you know what? Poor Chris Mercedes have been in that fancy ballroom only eating the best burrata and oyster bar and free booze. We should grab them some plates before they come in because they're going to be huge lines. We should mm-hmm. grab them some plates. Go around and grab them some plates. So Cam and I start going to all the different uh, booths and getting food for them, right? Yeah. And, you know, the guy's like, four minutes. We, we, we walk around. Chris and Mercedes are walking around. And I go, what? And I, Mercedes like, don't, we got in the biggest fight about this. Don't even ask. Chris paid for, to up oh, no. grade to <laughs> VIP for five minutes. Uh, uh, well, he got money to burn. Yeah. Chris was like, Cameron was like, oh, that's so baller of him. <laughs> and I go, I think it's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. And also, since Mercedes is telling me today, she goes, well, we didn't land up paying the whole thing. Um, the girl who had the, the, the VIP bracelets was like, oh, the credit card machine to, uh, you know, like across the building. And, and she's all like, and so Chris just gave her cash and she handed us two bracelets. Mom, there's no way that cash no, made it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that bought that lady dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and her friends. Right. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so there's that story. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Uh, um, 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 uh, um, uh, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.